This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nice enough to join us on the line to talk all things Philadelphia Eagles. Does a brilliant job covering them for NBC Sports Philadelphia. Is also one half of the Eagle Eye podcast, the one and only Dave Zingaro. Uh, good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning. How are you? Doing good, Dave. So, uh, well, boy, we've got a lot to catch up on. I suppose we'll start with injuries, uh, the most recent ones. What is the latest we know about Lane Johnson? And um, if he misses, I don't know, the, the rest of the season, how big a loss is this? Yeah, it would be a huge loss. And they're going to miss him however long he's out. He's been playing so well this year, and he's been healthy, and uh, he, he looks like peak Lane Johnson, and, and that's a guy you certainly don't want to lose. Uh, we'll see. They're hoping he'll be back at some point in the playoffs, but – at least for a little while, you're not going to have him out there, and that's a shame because uh, he means an awful lot to the to the offensive line and, and to the whole offense, really. So they have a few options there. I mean, they can simply plug and play Jack Driscoll, which is what they've done at times when Lane's missed some games. Or they have the option to move some parts around and uh, slide Jordan Mailata from left tackle to right tackle and then replace him with Andre Dillard. This is what they started to do last year when Lane – missed those three games. Uh, Jordan actually missed the first of those three games that Lane missed. But when Jordan came back, that's when they made the shuffle. And I think it was because they didn't know how long Lane's absence was going to be. So they were planning for the long haul. So I think we might get some hints about, you know, how they view this injury when we see what they do with that line. Uh, uh, It's funny. I, I keep waffling back and forth on what I would do. Uh, I think I've landed on just starting Driscoll. I think he's a functional mm-hmm. player, uh, and my lot is better on the left side. But they're going to go through their options this week. Dave, it's Marcus. Jordan Mailata has not had a great year. I, I, I just have such a huge issue with taking a guy who's still relatively new to football and putting him in a position that, that weakens – both left tackle and right tackle, when he's not having a great year. He seems to have recovered, and he seems to be fine now at left tackle. But it seems like you're you're sort of playing with fire, especially with the instability at quarterback, when you can just take one position and bolster it and keep the other four guys kind of in, in place. Yeah, and that's certainly the argument for the straightforward play Driscoll. Uh, and you're right. I mean, Milata was struggling early in the year. I, I think he has settled down. I get a sense that that shoulder injury was bothering him more than he let on publicly. Right. Uh, so that could have been part of the reason for those struggles. But 
Think about when the Eagles signed Hassan Reddick and they put out the video of Hassan walking around the building meeting his new teammates and he ran into Jordan Mailata and they were talking about the sack that Reddick had on him last year. And Jordan <laughs> was very quick to point out that, no, I was on the right side. That's not my natural <laughs> right. position. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think he is much better on the left. And this is where, you know, Andre Dillard, you wish he had that swing tackle ability and he just doesn't and you have to live with that at this point he's in year four and he, he's gotten a little more versatile because he can play guard now but I don't think he's really an option to play a right tackle which is unusual you know normally you have a backup tackle who plays on both sides the Eagles have had this uh, kind of unique setup this year where, where Andre is the backup left guard and left tackle mm-hmm. and Driscoll's the backup right guard right tackle and if you're going to do it that way, I, I guess when you have an injury to right tackle, you have to just feel comfortable putting Driscoll in there. And, and look, he's been okay. And this is a team that won a Super Bowl a few years ago with Big V at left tackle. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it, that's probably what they should do is just put Driscoll out there and help him when he needs help and, and just roll with it. Now the other uh, player who uh, was injured in the Christmas Eve game, Avante Maddox, who's missed considerable time already. He, he struggles to stay healthy. It's a shame because he's so talented – um, all we know is a toe, right? We don't even know exactly what it is with the toe, Dave. Yeah, we don't know for sure. Uh, I saw some internet doctors saying turf toe, which would make sense. Uh, it's a big loss, though, and you're right. This is his third significant injury of this season. He missed two games early in the year uh, with an ankle injury, and then he missed. He was on IR with a hamstring, and now this toe injury. Uh, it, it's that's becoming a, a real concern because he's been effective one out there, but uh, he's a sleight of frame guy who plays a physical position, really physical. Uh, and, and you're starting to worry about long-term with him, but in the short term, not great. And we saw that on a Saturday. I, I, I would even argue if he stays healthy, the Eagles win that game. Right. Uh, that tells you how much he means to them. And, and Josiah Scott, his backup has struggled. Yeah, uh, it, it there's there's no easy way to say like he's just he's really struggled, and in the game against you know CD Lamb he, he struggled even more. Uh, Eagles might be limited on options there. We'll see if CJ Gardner Johnson can return this week. He has a that lacerated kidney, and it's really a medical decision. So uh, you know, it's funny we're so used to dealing with hamstrings and knees, and when it's a lacerated kidney, we're all kind of out of our depth here. Yeah. Um, but uh, if he can return, then I think you have to seriously consider playing him at safety in their base package and sliding him up to the nickel when they go in the sub because I think at this point you probably feel more comfortable with Reed Blankenship on the field than you do Josiah Scott. Hmm. Um, hmm. That's what I would do. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. C.J. Gardner-Johnson was considered one of the best slot corners in the league, and, and he could move up there, I would think, pretty seamlessly and uh, if you're going to miss Maddox for a long time here, I, I think that's what I would do. Uh, Dave, the, uh, going back to Saturday, you know, it's only their second loss of the season. You could certainly make the case with ease that the Saints game is more important. Uh, we knew the offense would be a little bit different with, with um, Gardner Minshew at quarterback, but I left the game more frustrated with the defense. I know the third and 30 is, is the play that, that rises to the top and Josiah Scott and Darius Slay, but the fact is they gave up 40 points. Um, injuries happen to every team. What you saw from the defense on Christmas Eve, uh, was it a bit alarming to you? Yeah, I mean, it was certainly more concerning than the offense. That you know, The offense got 422 yards, 
with the backup quarterback. And, you know, they obviously the turnovers were the problem on offense, and those, those aren't excusable, but uh, they were humming. I mean, they were moving the football pretty easily with the backups. So I don't think you're worried too much about them. Uh, the defense is a concern. Uh, you mentioned third and 30. Uh, obviously, that can't happen. That's just uh, – it, it, it doesn't happen. You know, there's been – it hasn't happened in the last 28 years, at least, in Eagles history. It's, it's a very rare play. Um, but aside from that, you're right. To see Dak carve them up the way he did, and it, it kind of felt like we were watching the 2021 version of this defense. And, and that's a little scary because yeah. we saw them – against high-powered quarterbacks and high-powered offenses struggle, you know, and uh, it, they haven't – we haven't seen that version of this defense this year. They've been really good, uh, and, and Gannon has deserved his flowers when this defense has performed well this year, but that was – didn't it feel like we were watching last year again? Yeah, but last uh, just, year, Dave, they had personnel deficiencies – that they overcame with the additions of C.J. Gardner-Johnson and James Bradbury. Now, C.J. Gardner-Johnson wasn't part of that defense, and neither is Avante Maddox, that Dak carved up. So it seems as though, you know, okay, well, they're a much better version of the defense, no matter who they face, when they have the personnel to face them. And I don't know that any team is equipped to lose the, the, the uh, league interceptions leader and one of the best nickel corners in the game and still be as proficient as it was. Yeah, I, and, and it's, that's obviously fair. I, personnel can cover up a lot, and it can it makes your team better when you have better players out there. Kind of goes without saying. But uh, some of the communication errors we saw on Saturday, even with backups in there, uh, it's troubling. It, it, mm. it can't happen in Week 16, uh, and it, it makes you wonder, you know, because Avante might not be back for a while, and we don't know the status of CJ Gardner Johnson. So. Uh, you'd assume at some point CJ will be back, and that'll help. But uh, yeah, I- I'm a little concerned about the defense because they're going to have to play good offenses in, in the playoffs, and, uh, and I don't think it's crazy to talk about the Super Bowl because they're they're probably going to end up as the number one seed. They're going to play a good offense in the Super Bowl, yeah. um, so it's something to worry about. I, I think it's um, you know it- it's not like panic level right now, but yeah, I- it was a little concerning on Saturday. Dave, final question I have for you. Uh, we don't know the status of Jalen Hurts going into Sunday just yet. We know Nick Sirianni will speak again, I believe, what's it, tomorrow. Uh, what do you think the chances are that he returns? Yeah, I wouldn't expect a lot of answers from Nick Sirianni on, on Wednesday morning. I think they're probably going to try to play this coy like they did last week. Uh, I don't have any information on it right now. Um, they have to get through practice this week. I'm, I'm kind of still thinking it'll be Gardner Minshew, but hmm. – uh, we'll see. Um, I, I, I don't know that yet. And even if it is Gardner, like, I think they should feel pretty confident about what the offense did last week with him in there. Um, the turnovers can't happen. You, you turn the ball over four times, it's going to be tough to overcome. But I thought the offense did its job. And I felt Gardner for a backup quarterback going in there. Yeah, it wasn't Jalen Hurst. And you see there is a drop-off, obviously. Um, just with the command Hurst has back there, his pocket presence and Minshew was missing that a little bit, but you still have A.J. Brown, you still have Devontae Smith, you still have a good running back, you still have a good line even without Lane Johnson. Uh, it's a good Saints defense, but if Gardner has to play this week, they should still feel pretty confident they'll be able to do what they need to offense. Dave Zingaro does an awesome job covering the Eagles for NBC Sports Philadelphia. For links to all his stories and also a link to the Eagle Eye podcast with he and Ruben Frank, 
Follow Dave on Twitter, at the letter D, Zingaro, NBCS. Dave, good catching up. Thanks, Josh. Take care. All right, Dave Zingaro, nice enough to join us.